I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. and welcome back to another episode of the bts podcast you are joined by your host beatrice tammy and sharon and welcome back to the 81st episode wow we've been going one episodes Boy. i proper want to know how many hours we have dedicated um i'm not sure if there's a way that we can there's a way that we can check actually do you know what on anchor you probably can see accumulated hours that's what i was gonna say i think you can do it on anchor or even like spotify you know when they um aggregate like um all your listens and stuff like that maybe we'll have hours played or hours recorded yeah. it's probably some it's probably some way of doing it but um wow yeah i don't know when we're gonna stop getting fascinated by the number of episodes. or maybe it's just nisha I don't think it will ever really stop because, especially because of the way that like, this this whole podcast was formed. Don't Started. Wrong, like, yeah, it's, like, it's like obviously we've been doing it now for how how long, so it's no longer just like a surprise. But it still feels like oh my god, like we actually did it, like we're actually still yeah. doing this thing. Dang. Honestly, not us still having a podcast. I'm crying. Let's not go into how many I've started, how many I failed. Hey, okay, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Anyway, how are you guys? Um, I'm okay. Uh, I won't lie. This last week and a bit has been very, very challenging for me. Um, I think this is the first time. Actually, no, it's not. It's not the first time, but it's probably definitely the lowest I've been this year. Um, yeah 100% without a shadow of a doubt but like not even just about like I don't know how to explain it. it wasn't just emotionally it was like physically it was like you know when your body is telling you like babe you've mocked it like listen you've, yeah. not, you've not been eating well you've not been working out you've just been sitting at your desk working like you've just literally not done anything that has basically like benefited your body as well as obviously the workload that you're obviously managing and it just literally hit me like a ton of bricks. And unfortunately, the time that it hit me was also my deadline week as well. And it was just like, that's when like the most, that's typically when you tend to do like the most hours. Like that's when people come back with the maddest changes and the maddest requests. 
and I literally just felt like screaming like every single couple of hours just like screaming out loud like oh my god I can't believe this is my life um and I genuinely didn't know how I was gonna make it through the weekend but boy I'm grateful that that has that part has kind of slowed down a bit now I'm, I'm back to a bit of normality but damn that was a really really tough period um and it definitely woke me up to say boy this whole looking after your health Beatrice you've not been doing it <laughs> and I need to jump back on it ASAP um because at the end of the day like when you're feeling this way nobody can help you because it's like you've done it to yourself do you know what I mean like I, I literally like I couldn't really shout or blame anybody because I looked at myself and I said damn like I hadn't even done the necessary steps to look after myself to prevent myself in a situation like this um so it definitely was a massive wake-up call and I definitely wasn't happy the fact that I had to go through it but I guess you know I'm hoping that I won't have to go through it again but yeah it was a very very tough are you just talking about are you talking about workload no it wasn't just workload like this is what I mean like it obviously workload was probably the was probably like the most dominating part because it takes up the majority of my time but like my my body like as in my body my health my body like I felt like it was also suffering which probably was a consequence of me working a lot but like I didn't dedicate time to look after myself like I wasn't eating right like you know when everything is just not 100% like it can be that's how it mm. felt like for me um and because of that it affected the way that I was communicating with my friends I wasn't really speaking to anybody because I didn't have the time to and also that can also be like oh like you know you're not really like taking into consideration your friends and even like I was, I was saying this thinking about it myself I was like oh my god like normally like normally my energy would be 100 especially when it's your birthday period like my energy would be on the roof but when I tell you I was fighting like even and I told obviously you knew about the situation after the party as well what happened but like mm. I I my body I was literally fighting against my body like why can I not push through this like I normally would so it just really got me frustrated that I wasn't able to enjoy the moments like I wanted to because I had basically let myself like run down to that point where I couldn't I literally just felt like giving not giving up but do you know what I mean where I just knew that like, my body just needed to just be in complete relaxation mode and not do anything at all um but yeah it wasn't just work but it was just a com you know how work affects everything really and truly it was one of them ones but like I said I, I feel like I'm definitely in a lot even just like up until now which is how many days like after I feel a lot better already um but yeah damn it really did affect me but yeah, just thought I'd share that because I don't know if anybody's... Sounds like, it sounds like you need a holiday. No, honestly. And the thing is, though, like, <laughs> I obviously feel like... I, I don't know, it's, it's weird. I feel like I have been on holiday recently, but I've not. So I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you need a holiday. I think you need time off. I think you need to book, like... And I know you don't like doing this because you're like, oh, it's a waste of annual leave, like, not going anywhere. But I think you just need, like, literally a week of just resting doing nothing because holidays like they're fun and everything but they actually are super tiring like a lot of the time you come back more tired than when you actually left I think you need yeah. a break to recuperate like genuinely yeah, definitely and I definitely feel like like I said even in these last few days I've definitely started to like gain my my strength back I'm starting to like move around a bit more than I was like struggling to do before because fam like, even at your birthday like even though normally like you know me like what two three four I'm still standing up dancing along literally even just being there for an hour I had to sit down for a second I was like oh, 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 oh. hell 
is this how these old people be feeling at motives or what? Because my leg wanted to give way and I just wanted to dance to champion sound, but my legs weren't doing it. Like it was, it was a lot, man. I can't lie to you, but yeah, maybe not Jordan in the past. I've obviously let my error in terms of not looking after myself, but um, yeah, boy, I can't, I can't get, I can't let myself get back into that place. I can't let myself get back there. But that was my week, yeah. How are you, Tammy? I'm fine. Um, what did I do? Um, I feel like I've just seen you guys, so nothing has really changed from then till now. Um, going into the office tomorrow. I haven't been to the office since January. Did I go in Feb? I can't remember. No, but you did yeah, go so... recently when you went for your social. Oh yeah, I think that was last month. Last yeah, month? Yeah, it was last month. Yeah, last month. It just feels like I hardly go in, but uh, yeah, I've got like a client review tomorrow. So I've just been doing slides like the whole day and yesterday as well. So hopefully that goes well. And I think we're taking them to lunch as well. So free lunch and um, yeah, nothing. But yeah, it's just been Sharon's birthday really. Like, had a good time so yeah that's been my week birthday girl how was your week oh <laughs> my week was good it was my birthday obviously as Tammy just said um and actually had a really good time like I was really nervous that I wasn't gonna have fun I don't know why I was nervous. I don't know maybe because I've never had a party before um but no it was really good I had a really good time I was also worried that I wasn't gonna look nice um, but I did in the end, we thank God. Um, and that everything was going well up until it was time to like, up until it was time to go. And then it was like, oh, my days now I'm so far behind because um, basically I had told everyone that was getting, well, I'm saying everyone that was getting ready with me. Only two of my friends were getting ready with me. And I told them both, like, we need to be leaving the hotel at 9.30. And it got to like nine o'clock and I was like, okay, cool. Like everything's done. Makeup's done. Like I had done my hair in the morning and I loved it. Um, my dress was obviously made and stuff like that. So I was just like, it got to nine. I was like, all I got to do is put on my dress, take my hair out of the pins and be on my way. Hey, God, I took my hair down. Basically when I was in the shower, you know, like you have the dial and it goes two ways. There's one for the shower head and one for the overhead shower. Oh, sorry. I yeah. forget that because people are on mute. Like yeah. You don't get the instant I, responses. The thing is, I actually said, yeah, but I was on mute. <laughs> um, yeah, so I accidentally, I don't know how I did this. Like I accidentally um, like dialed it to... Like I tested it before I got into the shower and I was like, okay, number one is like the, like the heads, like, you know, and then um, I must've been like getting into the music too much and I accidentally switched it to two and then I got water on my head and I was like, this is, this is long. So anyway, when I came out of the shower, it was only a little bit, but still when I came out of the shower, like the back of my hair, the curls had dropped completely. Like the hair was basically straight. 
and I could not figure out how to curl it the way this girl had curled it. And I literally, I must have called Isatu and I was like, oh, Isatu, I don't know how to do it. We were there watching YouTube tutorials and the solo was like trying to help me. It just wasn't banging. I was just like, nah, this is dead. So then I had to call Faith who was like at another hotel and she was meant to be taking my easel to my party, like ahead of me getting there. And I was like, nope, 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 turn around. You have to come back to the hotel because I need you to help me curl my hair. So anyway, she arrived. Then my other friend, Michelle, arrived to help me, help put me into my dress. On my days, backtrack. Tammy, I don't think I've even told you this. So obviously picked up my dress the Sunday before my party. Um, and then I realized on the Thursday evening, like I was like packing my stuff, I realized that she never gave me the like, um what was it called like the ribbon to tie my dress because it was a corset at the back so I now messaged her and I was like hi um I don't have the ribbon to tie the dress and she was like oh my gosh are you serious and I was like well yes I'm serious so now I had to go to her house she was like do you want to come this evening and I was meant to go on the Thursday but I was like I actually don't have time so I'm gonna have to go Friday morning so she was like okay cool I've left it in this particular place because I'm not going to be at home so just go I've left the door open or whatever just go and pick it up I went to pick it up and I was like yeah this thing is not long enough so anyway my friends are putting me into my dress and she's like yeah this like ribbon is not going to go all the way like there's going to be a gap because it's just not long enough so that was super annoying because yeah and then I realized as well like the jewel was like sewn she'd accidentally just sewed, sewn the jewel to the back of the dress so I couldn't put my arm through the dress it's just it was just a lot so I thought I was on time and then I was actually running really late anyway eventually got my hair sorted got my dress sorted and went to the party and then I must have gone I had already said to everyone I'm not doing any kind of entrance like I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna enter the party like slip in or whatever try to slip into the party Tammy's all like hold on a minute hold on a minute how can you just walk, how can you just walk in like this um, and then obviously you made me go back up and do it all again. Yeah, because to... you came in and the dress was already speaking to me before you'd even got downstairs. I was like, there's absolutely no way that you can wear this dress and just walk in as if you're a guest. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. I was How like, can the photographer tell, message me afterwards and be like, not you trying to stroll into your party like you're walking into JD? I was like... <laughs> No, I was like, go back up. I was like, DJ, play the tune. And then I introduced you. And then everyone was like, woo, shy. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually such a nice moment. No, Tammy, the way you were actually doing security at that party was so dope. You were like, Sharon, do you know those people? Excuse me, security, got some intruders. <laughs> because I'm like, this security, they need to be vetting these people. Like, do they look like? there will be amongst us no like there was one point there was like three or four guys like just standing there in jackets and I'm like what the hell who are these people and then mm. another time it was this couple and you know the way that these people dance when it's just like yeah you can only tell that they just were not part of us and I was like they were doing salsa to Afrobeat yeah and I was like I said I said excuse me we have some intruders and they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yep, yeah, just those four guys over there. Oh, yep, yeah, just that couple over there. And then they just um, escorted them out. And I was like, my yeah, God, God bless you. 
God bless you, because I didn't even think about that. Imagine when I got to the venue, they were trying to say ID. I was like, excuse me, this is my party. Furthermore, I don't even have ID. Then the security guard must have been like, oh, are you Sharon? I was like, yeah. And then he must have been like, oh, this is Sharon, in it? And then they let us all through because they were trying to be like, oh, do you have ID? Let me check your back. I was like, excuse me. Then they must have been like, yeah. So I think somebody must have been like, oh, is it your party? And then <laughs> I just felt it was like, does she look like a guest? <laughs> I was like, I'm actually grand. Um, but yeah, it was actually, oh, it was actually so fun. Like, I actually had such a good time. Really enjoyed myself. But yeah, you you guys were right. Like, 2 a.m. is actually so early. And before, I thought it would have been fine because in my mind, I was like, oh, everyone will arrive like latest, like 10, 30, 11. But that wasn't actually the case. Yeah, no, I thought because it's, it's Friday. I think. I think if it was a Saturday, it probably would have been would have been fine. But like, because Friday people obviously have work and stuff, the the delays are more likely to happen than Saturday, where like you have more control of like the beginning part of your day, your time and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. true. Um, because actually, when you deep it, like four hours, like really, truly, when I go to a motive, I can't lie. Two and a half hours, like I'm I'm calm. Like two and a half hours to three hours. Like it's is a it's a it's a decent time. Like it's not too short, but yeah, I think um because it was a Friday and stuff. Obviously, me, I'm I'm an exception in terms of what happened that day. But I think just in general, that's probably why people would have come a bit later than than ten o'clock or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. I think majority of people came like between ten thirty and eleven, but like by eleven thirty, I think majority like loads of people were there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but no, yeah, it was good. I literally did not even swipe my card once, like legit, did not even know where my phone was. Me neither. I didn't swipe my card at all. <laughs> Do you want a drink? Yeah. Do you want a yeah. coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, that was actually me. Like everybody was like, Do you want a drink? Do you want it? I was like, somebody's I think I've got two people at the bar ready to get me drinks. Like, I'll come back to you later, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, like I literally there was people would be like, Sean, where's your phone? I'd be like, actually, I have no idea. Where's your bag? I don't know. Where's your yeah, phone? Yeah, there know. was actually one time, there was one time I found your phone like just on a random table. I was like, does anybody know whose phone this is? Does anyone know whose phone it is? And then Tenny was like, Oh, that's Sharon's phone. And I was like, Oh god. <laughs> the night no, has just begun literally literally like I genuinely never had any of my belongings I didn't take apart from that one video I took in the hotel like that's literally it I didn't take any other videos or pictures nothing I didn't have my phone like the majority of the time but it was actually really nice because there were so many people I hadn't seen in years like it was so nice to see so many like so many people and stuff um and yeah, obviously you had the boys at the bar just buying shots after shot after shot. God bless them. Um, no, yeah, it was actually, I had a lot of fun, actually. I tried to extend it at the end, obviously. And I must have been like, <laughs> went up to midday and I was like, I'm trying to extend it. He was like, I've never got a booking. I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, he had um, another booking that night. Yeah, he went to he recess. Went to oh, recess. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, the manager was like, oh, they don't actually have a license past two. Um, but yeah, it was actually really, it was really good. And I, I just saw it as well. She said that she literally just kept going upstairs and downstairs because the manager was upstairs. And she was telling me the next day that she literally spent like, basically like most of the night speaking to the manager. I was like, wait, what? Because then she would just randomly come up to me and be like, 
um, I've told her that like after 12, she should dim the lights. I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. Why is it so bright? Yeah, let them dim the lights. Um, <laughs> just like random stuff like that. No, God bless Adesova because if it wasn't for her, I'd probably still be on my way to the venue right now. Like this girl mm-hmm. actually took me everywhere. She picked me up from my hair appointment, took me to get my eyebrows done, like took me to the hotel. Like, oh gosh, honestly, like picked up my easel. That easel is so, I don't, oh, that easel was so big. We could barely like fit anything in the car. We had to put the seats down at the back. Like it was so big. It couldn't even fit in the boot. Um, What's an easel? The thing that was holding the sign. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was like, she oh, went to okay. pick that up in the morning. Then she picked me up for my hair appointment. Then she took me to get my eyebrows done. Then she, yeah, she did a lot. That she took the whole day off work. So God bless her, honestly. But um, hey, God, it was actually really fun. I think though the reason that it wasn't too stressful until like the end, where like like I said, my hair, my dress started to have like hiccups and stuff, was because I'd started planning stuff in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, although yeah, there were a couple of things that could have really done me dirty yeah so basically Tammy I don't know if I've told you this already Tammy but basically the week before it was our friend's birthday party or whatever and my DJ was DJing there and um he left the party and then I think like 10 minutes later I was like Beatrice and I was like what am I still doing here like this guy has left I'm going as well because it was like I think the party was meant to end up one and then it was like 2 30 and we were all still there and I was like, I'm actually so tired and stuff so I left now and he happened to still be outside so we we're just chatting or whatever and then I was like anyway Shah, we go again next week not him turning around to me being like what's happening next week I was like, uh, my birthday. Bearing in mind, I booked this guy in November and I've paid my deposit. He's all scrambling through his phone, like, uh, like he's looking at me in disbelief. Like, I genuinely, like, it wasn't even a joke. Like, he genuinely did not know what I was talking about. And I was just like, this is so awkward because I don't actually know what to say to you. Thank God I had paid my deposit. Like, and it wasn't one of those things where, like, you know, I was just, I had just booked him verbally, but I had not like confirmed interest sort of thing. So then he's all like scrambling for his phone. He was like, ah, oh, fam, I, um, he was like, I fumbled. Um, and he was like looking through Twitter DMs. And then he was like, where did we have this conversation? And I was like, Instagram. <laughs> so he goes through Instagram. He's like, oh, right, okay, okay, okay. And he's like, what day is that? What date is next Friday? I was like 25th, he was like 25th, 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 okay. He was like, um, yeah, send me the details of the venue. I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, 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 just, yeah, send me the details of the venue. And he was like, oh, damn, I double booked. Which obviously now I know what he double booked. He obviously double booked the thing that he went to afterwards. Um, but it was frustrating for me because I was just like, imagine I hadn't been at that party and imagine I hadn't left at that time. And imagine I hadn't mentioned my party. Like I would have probably messaged him on Thursday being like, oh yeah, tomorrow, please can you play these songs? And just to confirm timing because everything else, like in terms of timing, equipment, venue, all that stuff I had confirmed months prior when I had um, booked him and paid my deposit. So in my mind, there's no need for me to come and be like, hi, just to confirm you're still playing at my birthday. Do you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, like thank God I actually saw him because he had actually double booked and completely forgotten about my booking. And mm. I would have had absolutely no, that would have been the end of the party. Like I would have had nobody to DJ because the other two people that I would have probably requested, they were also busy. Like they couldn't make my party. So they were booked on that day. So yeah, that would have been a big mess up. Yeah, I was just thinking like, how, how, how is that? How, how did he double book? Because I'm thinking, is it because you DM'd him and you did an email? Because you know, like there was one time where like loads of people be like, like loads of DJs or people that have like a booking system, they're always like, oh, please email me, don't DM me. So I'm thinking like, is that the reason why they don't want DMs or I don't understand. But at the same time, if you're communicating with someone, would you not just put that into your calendar? I don't know. Mm. Well, I mean, in terms of the email thing, I don't know if that's specified on his page. If it was, I probably yeah, would. Yeah, he does. He does normally say, so with him. Because I think he has a PA. Yeah, he always says email because then he'll go through his PA and his PA can sort it. Obviously, like, friends and stuff, because, again, obviously, I use, I use him as well. Um, and when I messaged him, on socials he was like okay cool yeah that's fine I've checked my diary it's free but he said but if I'd advise you just email email and then um, direct it to my PA so that he can sort out everything and then he will like manage the payments he'll manage everything because I remember when we were talking Sharon we realized that Mm. we had sent money to do to two different people um Mm. so yeah, I'm not sure whether there was like a handover um, in terms of PA that had happened from when time from when Sharon had booked to when I had booked because I literally booked yeah. maybe like max three weeks before my party. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's why a lot of DJs in general, because you know, like, especially for someone like him, like let's be real, not trying to. Yeah, he's booked and busy. He is booked and busy for God knows how much. Like, forget about all these events. You've got to think about people's weddings and all these different Birthdays, things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I understand for him, like why how this sort of thing could happen but and I guess that's probably why as a PA but it was just unfortunate they had to be with someone that obviously like we well I, would, I wouldn't say we're like close with but we're we're like good enough to the point where we would actually be like DM him personally and be like oh hey like can you do this and I know that he would try his best to like move things yeah accommodate us so it was just unfortunate man but um just thank god because yeah if, like Sharon said if it wasn't for the fact that she was at that party and she just bumped into him she would like like normally most people only message a couple of like days before just being like hey just make sure we're all good like uh this is what we need blah, blah, blah. The music i want to play yeah blah, 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 blah. yeah exactly and like i totally get like i can see why that would happen like he's very he's a very popular well-known dj etc like he's booked and busy literally all the time like even when i even when i requested him on that date he was like you're lucky that you messaged me today bear in mind i messaged him in november latest december um he was like, you're lucky you messaged me today because I'm basically, I think he was maybe in talks with someone about a booking on that day or something. And I don't know, but obviously, yeah, like I said, it was just a bit unfortunate for me, but um, it, it worked out in the end, but I guess it's just also a lesson to me as well. Just like, just to like triple convert, like, even though I thought I had done everything on my part, just to make sure that everything's good um, well in advance. But anyway, it all worked out in the end that venue was like apart from the fact that it ended early like if it went on till three I think it would have been a bit better but that venue I can't recommend them enough like genuinely the lady I spoke to honestly accommodated absolutely everything I requested like 
everything I requested in terms of like creating my menus in terms of like um like me wanting extra extra things I wanted extra bar staff they allowed me to have that at no extra cost like I basically I I didn't even pay for the menu yeah because I just did minimum spend but um they were completely like they were amazing like they let me have like pretty much everything I wanted um even down to like controlling the temperature of the AC like (laughs) everything that I wanted they accommodated um so I can't recommend them enough really so everything was pretty everything was pretty much straightforward the issue now came with the hotel which is I don't even know that's not even something that like somebody would even think to like I don't even know I you know what's funny though it. Sharon not long ago that hotel has really been brought up on the TL for being racist um there was really? one girl like tweeting about it yeah um and she was Damn. saying but she always stays she actually said that she always stays there and stuff um but then she said, like, recently, like, they've been encountering, like, uh, a load of different things that basically made them conclude that the staff there are quite racist. But obviously, I, I don't know whether your your part would really, what you're going to say is going to really be linked to racism, but it just shows that that staff, the staff that's in that hotel, they need some sort of training or refresh or something <laughs> like that. Boy, I don't even, I can't even lie, like, I was not happy with the standards of my service there um the hotel in itself like the room and stuff was nice um but just even stuff like flipping like room service like why is it taking so long like I just feel like oh really it's long for you yes and like sometimes they'd be super quick but most of the time they were slow and it was really annoying like I've asked you for three I've asked you three times now for a robe like please like and every time I'd ask they'd be like yep yeah, getting that to you now and then I'd wait 15 minutes and I'd be like where is it like I'm literally why is it sounding like it. the place that we stayed at in um in Lagos but anyway let's not even oh, those people they wouldn't even bring the rope forget it you probably get it the next day um but yeah so their service was quite slow at times which was really annoying um but the room and stuff like the bed everything else was like super comfortable but um, they did get onto us at one point. They asked for our room number because they were like, too many people are going up to the room. Because obviously I had my makeup artist come. And then when I had the hiccup with my dress, um, my girl and her boyfriend came. Well, yeah, my girl and her boyfriend came to help me and stuff. And then um, Michelle also came to like measure me and stuff for the tailor in Nigeria. And then and so they said that when she went downstairs, they were like to her, wash your room number. We don't allow guests past 11. These times it was like nine o'clock. It was 9.30. It was what 9, 9.30 hell? or something. I'm thinking we've still got another two hours, like chill. Um, Yeah, it's just weird, but whatever. Um, But anyway, so the obviously the hiccup now, it's just so annoying because you don't even, everything that I thought could go wrong with my birthday, like I had made it through the night. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, everything's fine now. Parties happened. It was good or whatever. Got home in one piece, blah, blah, blah. Um, my friends, Adesola and Lisa, have a cake company called Cake Up London. Check them out on Instagram. They make my birthday cake. They make my cakes every year. Um, and basically, Lisa had made the cake because obviously Adesola was with me the whole day. 
my mum was basically saying to me for because I had a separate thing on the Saturday for like my family she was like oh we should get them to also make a cake for the Saturday but I was like oh there's no point because I know I'm not going to cut the cake on the Friday so let me just bring that cake back to Essex and we'll cut it at home so anyway now leaving the party even in our waved states we got the cake back to the hotel in one piece gave it to reception Adesola gave the lady her name room number and the woman was like that's fine we'll leave it in the fridge um and then in the morning when you're checking out we'll like you know just pick it up give them your room number and you can like go so we're like cool bearing in mind that day I also had to go to Dagenham and pick up the food for um my house thing my house party or whatever um and we're in central London and I need to get to Essex and this is my actual birthday now so it's like timing is actually tight and like a lot of my family had come from like loads of different places like my uncle's come down from Manchester and stuff like that so anyway checking out of the hotel now and then we're like oh can we also pick up our cake and they were like oh okay um what room number are you tell them our room number and then they're all they're looking for it whatever and we're just waiting and they can't find it and the lady's like sorry what do you say your room number was was it um 421 we were like no it's 221 and then she's like goes again and then she's like come back and she's like oh we're still looking for it so we we had like parked like a seven minute walk away but we had a lot of stuff that we needed to take to the car so I was like do you know what let's just go to the car whilst they look for this cake put all the stuff in the car I will then walk back then when they've got the cake I'll just call Adesola she'll drive around because it's a double red line you can't stop there so like she'll drive around I'll jump in really quickly and we'll just go home so I now walk back to the hotel it's been like 20 minutes since we left and they still can't find the cake. And they're telling me there's only two cakes in the fridge. So I'm thinking, it's one of the two cakes. Like, how many times are you gonna ask me what this cake looks like? I've told you, it's white and it says my name on it. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't get any clearer than that. And you're telling me there's only two cakes. It's not, you've got 17 cakes in the fridge. So anyway, I'm now speaking to the duty manager of the hotel and he's like, sorry, can you take a seat? We're still looking for the cake just thinking oh my flipping days and the seller calls me she's like what's taking so long have they found it and I'm like no they still haven't found it she's like they still haven't found the cake and I was like no and basically I hadn't realized but I put Adela's key in my pocket so she couldn't actually drive the car so I, I was like okay cool let me walk back to the car by the time I've walked back to the car like they should have found it so I walked back to the car they had taken my number as well so he was like I'll call you as soon as we've got it so I was like fine he hadn't called me sat in the car for a bit and I was like no let me actually call them because if I have to walk back to this hotel again with no cake in hand like I'm gonna be annoyed so I call them again and then they were like sorry we're still looking for it but I'll give you a call back as soon as we found it by this point it's been like an hour and they're still looking for this cake. Bearing in mind, I told the auntie that I was picking up the rice at two o'clock. It's now one o'clock. My mum's called me like, oh yeah, she's expecting you in an hour, by the way. Like she's basically finished making the fried rice. And like, she's saying that the kitchen is hot because she's cooking other food. So if you don't come and pick it up by two o'clock, the rice is actually gonna like go off. Anyway, so long story short, GT manager calls me back and he's like, um, so we think our kitchen staff have thrown your cake in the bin. 
um they thought it was leftovers we're really sorry about that I was like uh what does that even mean like the cake is whole like you can't <laughs> you actually can't think it's leftovers like it's not been cut sliced bitten into touched literally the only thing that has gone in that cake is a sparkler and that is it and he's just like yeah like we really apologize blah 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 um and yeah like obviously it was just heartbreaking because um I didn't even get to like I didn't even really get to see the cake like <laughs> genuinely all I have now of that all I can remember now of that cake is just the pictures that I have um so yeah just and it was my actual birthday that day so it just meant I didn't have a cake for my birthday which was really annoying um and obviously a lot of like money had been spent on the cake a lot of time and effort had gone into making the cake so that was sad but they said that they're gonna like compensate me to to my fullest satisfaction and I'm thinking my fullest satisfaction would be the cake in hand on my birthday but anyway we'll see what they say so if anybody has any ideas of what my compensation should be let me but yeah that was basically my birthday I feel like they should just they should give you back the money like for the cake yeah but I need more than that like I need the money back for the cake I need money back for the new cake I had to buy and then I need some sort of compensation for like the time I wasted and the like um inconvenience that they caused do you know Mm. what I mean because that actually like in terms of like the structure of my day it actually ruined everything because I was late picking up the food I was late getting home I was late getting ready like it was just a lot um so yeah it's not even just about the money for the cake really and truly but I'll definitely get that back of course but Damn. yeah it's just a bit annoying but yeah and then on Saturday like I said my family and friends came over and um yeah it was actually good like tell me after you left these guys didn't leave at all obviously the clocks went forward that day as well which I don't think any of us remembered so mm-hmm. one minute it was one o'clock next minute it was two <laughs> Um, but yeah, everyone. Yeah, Eman like, messaged me when he got home. He was like, "Can't believe I'm just getting home now." I was like, four something in the morning." I was like, "Damn." Yeah, I don't think they left till like three thirty or three thirty something. Okay, guys. So um, now we're going on to the song of the week, and my song of the week. Um, it's going to be a throwback, can't lie, it's going to be a throwback. I don't know whose podcast, I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, it probably was 90s Babies. Um, oh, actually, no, it actually might have been Three Shots. But they mentioned this song and I was just like, oh my God, like, I, I number one, love this song. But they were just talking about, they were having the battle between whether part one or part two is better. And I was sitting there and I was just like, everyone always discusses this, like, is part one better, is part two better? But then after hearing their their thoughts on it, originally I've always said part one is the best part. Um, but then when they were talking about actually like in a motive, when you're dancing or just like, just trying to feel like a good track, actually part two does a lot more than what part one does. Um, and then, yeah, it just got me thinking, wow, like I've actually changed my mind now. So um, the song that is I'm going to put forward on the BTS Song of the Week playlist is I Need a Girl Part Two. That's Diddy, Genuine, Loon, Mario, uh, Usher, all them people there. Um, 
but yeah that's going to be my song I'm going to put on that even just part one and part two together is just sensational but I've just fallen in love with part two now that I realize actually it gives something that part one's part kind of two is the best I, I don't know why been... no because I, there's something about part one that's so genuine I think it's because of the number one because of the music video and then just some of the lyrics that Diddy says like I'm like down like, this is deep y'all but then actually you're right like the vibe that part two gives like it's like a perfect mix between like something you can bump along to I know that's such a like old term but something you can like bounce along to but then also gets that sentimental feel as well do you know what I mean um but yeah yeah I feel like it's because um part one was more popular like yeah yeah when people when people would say oh I need a girl like they wouldn't even say whether they talk about part one or part two they'll just automatically think that you're thinking about part one but mate Part two bangs. I've always said it. I've always slapped. said it. Yeah, it slapped with me. Um, and I've just yeah, fallen in love with it in a different way. So based off that conversation. So yeah, that's the song I'm gonna put on the playlist. Make sure you guys vibe along and let me know actually. Let us know. Do you guys prefer part one? Do you prefer part two? Or is it a case where because some people are like, oh, you can't compare? I'm like, oh come on, dog, let's not do that. <laughs> I think you can compare. Um, but yeah, I'm now putting I'm not putting part two above part one. So yeah, make sure you guys vibe along and we'll put it on our Instagram uh, highlights as well so you guys can add it to your own playlists. Cool. Um, do we have a dilemma or do we want to jump straight into today's topic? Please, let's uh, jump straight into something. Okay, cool. Before we jump on, though, just one thing. I was on TikTok and I just saw this thing and I just, I just screamed a little bit. You know when TikTok, yeah, they just... Some people on there are just mad. Um, it's not a dilemma or anything, but it was just one statement this babe made. And I was like, oh my God. She's basically saying, when you think you've done enough healing to be in a relationship and you find an amazing guy, but after two months, he completely changes and you only spend two more and you spend two more years together only to find out he died and his twin started dating you and hid it, then broke up with you on their birthday. I'm so confused. Is this a story or is this well, real? You know how you know how on on TikTok oh. people just randomly say some of the maddest things. A <laughs> babe had basically finally had the courage to go into a relationship. She found somebody, right? Um, but then mm-hmm. after two months, like he changes up a little bit, but they still continue to date for another two years. But then now mm-hmm. she found out that the switch up was because the guy had died, but then his twin bro- brother had replaced him. Oh please had replaced him in the relationship took his place and then broke up with you on their birthday sorry this can't be real i don't know on but whose birthday on the guy's birthday on the twins birthday, birthday. i said yeah this world <laughs> is messed up because you'll think you have a complicated day and then you'll just hear something like this this is what i'm saying some people are living complicated lives um the things people have been through on that tiktok platform yeah my god my god i feel that one i thought now i have to make i have to mention it because what the hell are you how is your this sounds like one one film plot one plot of a film or something like how how how's your twin brother replacing you in the relationship what the hell this sounds like a nollywood movie sounds featuring genevieve no even sounds too complex for nollywood let's not even lie truth be told there's actually a movie on netflix yeah i've forgotten what it's called yeah it's an hollywood movie where one guy 
um, I don't even know how to describe this film. Basically, basically, one guy, he, um, what does he do? He has like an accident where his face was um, injured. His face was injured. And then um, he got his friend to play him. Not play him. He's got his friend to be him. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm even confused. Okay, let me try and... It was a Nollywood film, yeah? It was, yeah. you know, the ones that are on Netflix. Basically, mm-hmm. this guy, I think he was, like, struggling with, like, work or something like that. And he had, like, a family and stuff. So he got into an accident or supposed accident. I can't remember if the accident was real. He got into a supposed accident, yeah? So mm-hmm. now, like, he's, they said that, oh, they have to do surgery on his face. Mm-hmm. So they've done surgery on his face now. This guy comes out a brand new person, as in <laughs> the, whole, the, the, the whole face is different. But nice. they're like, oh, no, it's because of the surgery. His whole face is deformed. Like, even the doctor was like, the whole face is deformed, blah, blah, blah. Even in the recovery process, his whole face was bandaged. You couldn't see, cool. They've taken off the bandage. The whole face is different. The wife is just like, who is this? And he's like, oh, baby, it's me. And <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> it's me. Cool. So long story short, what actually happened is the guy wanted to run away because he felt like he couldn't be responsible for his family. <laughs> so he now got one other guy to pretend to be him to carry on the life of the husband but then i think how they i think how they found out the old husband was working in a hospital was spotted (laughs) was sighted somewhere he was working working in a hotel these people went for for holiday at the hotel and the son and the son daddy daddy (laughs) get out of here get out of here do you know what's so funny this the playwright was writing that thinking this is my big break <laughs> and it was like a low budget film as well it was no, so bad that, was. and i remember heck? like i remember i because i told my auntie to watch it as well because it was so bad and then she now sent me on instagram like you know like nigeria like nollywood netflix they have like their own like official instagram so they must have posted like a snippet of the of the movie or maybe like the move like the name of the movie the comments oh my god this movie is so rubbish it didn't even make sense <laughs> nah, Nigerians abusing abusing the food. it didn't even make any sense yes it didn't make any sense how can you even... I was just like oh god but yeah <laughs> my <laughs> mom's probably watched it she's watched every Nollywood movie on Netflix 100% I'm screaming that is too funny <laughs> daddy <laughs> they saw that and then that's how this child started running and nearly got hit by a you know what it's just just i don't even know what to say stop it okay guys so this week i thought we would discuss what everybody around the world is discussing do you know what before we even get into this i saw a tweet today that actually made me laugh because this is so true they were like if will smith didn't slap chris rock i wouldn't have even known that the oscars was happening and i was like facts i actually had no clue that it was happening um but anyway yeah so i thought we would discuss this um this slap that has 
dominated social media and I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on it. I don't know if you guys have watched the video. I yes, haven't watched it. Um, I actually avoided it. You know when it's just like, I just know that someone will annoy me. Yeah, it's cringe. Like, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. I know some people have remaked it and stuff, but I haven't watched <laughs> it, but I obviously understand. Somebody tattooed the still image on their body. I was just no, like, it's so not possible. Stop it. No, I'm being yeah, serious. I yeah. I was just What's like, this going is just... on with people. What? I don't know. Anyway, um, people are actually mad. Um, I only like, watched it for, for the purposes like, of this, this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, for, for, for people like me who obviously know something's happened, but could you guys break down just very, very high level what the actual incident was and like what was said that triggered this sort of response? I don't, I don't really know fully, fully, fully. Okay, so... A lot of people know this already, especially if you watch Red Table Talk, which is a sh- uh, show that Jada Pickett, Jada, is it Pinkett or yep. Pickett? Pinkett. Okay. Um, so a lot of people know if you watch the Red Table Talk, but Jada Pinkett Smith has a hair condition called alopecia. Um, and basically that hair condition means that you just lose hair. Um, and you start balding in certain, sometimes it's like spots on your head, not necessarily your whole head. But um, anyway, she's discussed it quite like in depth on her show. Um, And she also went bald because yeah, she had, she was balding in patches and stuff like that. And it's an emotional topic for her. Like when she discusses it on Red Tape Talk, she often gets quite teary and and she talks a lot about how like it it affected her, like body image and the way that she viewed herself etc um so chris rock who we know is a comedian um he on the oscars was i think hosting the awards i don't even know like i said i didn't even know the oscars was happening but he was shouting on the stage with the mic so yeah um and he was cracking jokes as he does for his profession and he started basically making jokes about making a joke about uh jada pinkett smith and comparing her to gi joe um or something like that initially will smith was laughing at the joke and then he looked over to jada and noticed that like she obviously wasn't finding it funny and then he got angry walked up to <laughs> it's the fact that he slapped him and not punched him i don't know what it is about the slap and not the but i don't know i was just like this is like a sophisticated assault I don't know anyway he walked over to Chris Rock and slapped him in his face on live television um and then was basically like don't um keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth keep my wife's name out of your mouth blah 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 blah. and then yeah that was basically it and then um when I think um Tyler Perry and somebody else had to like calm Will Smith down then Will Smith now won an award, went up to get the award and was crying on the mic, talking about we need to stand up for our people or something like that. So yeah, so that's, and uh, Tammy, I don't know if I've missed anything out or if I've like not gotten the general gist of what happened, but in my mind, that's the general gist of like what went down. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched the clip about 10 times. Like, I couldn't actually believe what was happening because <laughs> I I think I woke up and then I saw that um, my friend had sent, like, a Twitter link into our group chat and then mm. he, would, he just said, oh, my God. So I clicked on it, yeah. Bearing in mind, I've just woken up. 
I watched the video, yeah. I instantly woke, like, I was awake. I was like, oh, my God. And I just kept on watching it over and over again, thinking, this has got to be a joke. Like, how can this actually happen? And I think what it is is that also apparently there's, like, some sort of backstory where I don't think, like, especially Jada, I don't think the Smiths are actually quite fond of Chris Rock. Like, I think there's already that kind of um, history where, they don't really see eye to eye maybe there's been a problem with them in the past but essentially they're not cool basically or maybe maybe they're just cool in the eyes of Hollywood I don't know if that makes sense so yeah I feel like Will Smith is known for fake laughing so I think that's what happened when he was laughing because he was already laughing at the previous jokes that Chris Rock was saying and everybody knows that Will Smith is known for fake laughing so I feel like he was just trying to fake laugh looked at Jada and Jada was rolled her eyes and then he just saw red and literally went on the stage and slapped him and Chris Rock was like oh my god Will Smith just smacked me on my face and then boy that's how everybody just saw because I think when it happened live I think because a lot of people were like oh is it um is it as part of a skit like is this part of the joke but then apparently what happened was when it was showing live in America he, when he got on stage and then um, he slapped Chris and then when Will Smith was like keep your wife keep my wife's name out of your mouth apparently they muted it like afterwards so you couldn't while it was happening you couldn't actually hear what was said it was only later on where maybe the link was shown in another country or something like that where they actually got the audio version so it definitely wasn't planned because if not they wouldn't have muted it so yeah that's what that's what happened yeah okay that's great okay I, I kind of guessed that but I think my question is how did Chris react so obviously like he just been slapped did he say like did he actually say oh my god I've just been slapped or like what the hell was that or like that's you know what, what he said that's what he said he said he said he just oh my god Will Smith just punched me in my mouth that's what he said yeah and then like like, I think he was even like confused afterwards like obviously because when you're when you're hosting the Oscars you kind of have like Mm, um the the title script kind of like a script that you're going for and obviously because he's a comedian he'll throw in jokes here and there so I think it kind of just threw him off like even the way he was speaking afterwards he was a bit confused and startled so yeah it was a bit crazy Mm. Yeah, and then after, like, when Will Smith was saying that, keep my mouth uh, name out of your mouth, he's like, okay, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Obviously, it's actually like it's a bit, it's a bit mad. But somebody also said that, like, um, that the joke could have been about like the cheating because apparently GI Joe, um, something about like cheating. Like, there's also a link there with cheating with a younger man or woman or something like that so people like it might not have even been the alopecia thing but anyway regardless of what it was about I just wondered what you guys' opinion was of it like do you think it was justified what he did or do you think okay yeah go on listen when I first of all heard about this whole situation like I knew everyone would be doing their think pieces and all that but I just sat there and I thought, 
I don't know. This is, I know we're going to touch on it, but especially in establishments like that, yeah. Bear in mind, this is even first, this is, well, can you imagine Will Smith, the, the icon that we, well, not icon, but do you get my point? Like the, the title this guy has, like he has done so much, yet this is the first time he's winning an award. Goes to show how far back we are in terms of being and occupying those spaces, yeah. I just think in those particular moments, I just think he was being so selfish by going up there and disgracing his whole family like that. Like, and, it's, and I don't care whether his wife rolled, like fair, like, fair enough, yes, yeah, she might have rolled her eyes, she might have been upset, but that does not, that doesn't mean that she gave the okay. I don't know if she said something afterwards, I don't know. But that doesn't mean she gave the guy permission to go up and then start slapping people in a public setting like that. For me, the first thing I just thought of was, this is just an ego thing. Like you, you haven't even really understood the gravity of the context that you're in and the implications that it's gonna have on the wife, on the family, literally on black people as a whole. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And especially for someone like him, of all people I just I thought that was very very low like don't like I said anyway I'm not trying to excuse the fact that yes you know jokes some certain jokes shouldn't fly and stuff but I think people were showing me there were other snippets throughout that whole night that were also referring to there were other like awards other different things as well where she's been a topic of conversation um and been a reference as like had been used as a reference um in jokes and like I said alopecia if it's to do with alopecia whoever to do with the cheating regardless obviously sensitive topics but I don't think it it gives him the right to just walk up to somebody and slap them on a public setting like that and think that that's it like what does he gain from it like I, I don't I don't think he actually thought was thinking in any way shape or form because I don't I don't know what what the result of that would have been if it happened behind the scenes off the stage like I know like, everyone was referring back to the Beyonce and the Solange incident in the elevator but even though that was even mad at least it was still kind of behind the scenes I know you obviously still got brought into light but to do that on a public platform for me it just goes goes to show that his mental was not in the right place at that moment regardless of what was going on and, and yeah I don't know for me I just thought it was just a fully ego it was a fully ego fulfilling moment nothing to do with genuinely how he felt because yeah you might say Tammy he was you know known for fake laughing and stuff but I'm so sorry if you genuinely were hurt from someone's comment there's no way and the fact that it resulted in you slapping them there's no way you're laughing there's no way you're laughing at the beginning part there's absolutely no chance so I just knew that it was fully from an ego perspective that he felt like he had to do something to live up to the standard of oh yeah me and Jada were still together and we're doing something but that's my own opinion Shaz. sorry I just it angered me so much when I saw it because people were trying to side it and I was just like nah I completely disagree here what do you think Tammy um I feel like it was wrong I tweeted that as well like it's actually wrong like you can't defend slapping someone on national tv and um for me it's not even about oh about black people for me it's not even about you just can't be slapping anyone whether you're black I, I, I just feel like you just can't just go around slapping people and um yeah. I feel I also feel like um you can't slap people but at the same time I don't think that I don't think that um 
he should get his award taken away. I don't. I just feel mm. like it's literally just a moment of madness. And sometimes that does occur. And I feel like, yeah, he did it. That's it. He shouldn't have done it. Let's move on. I don't feel like it should be a whole thing. Like, I don't think it should be a whole think piece. Like, for me, I just like... No, hold on, hold on. You're saying that he should, he's done it and we should just move on. But doesn't that basically mean you're you're allowing behaviour like that to be like continued so if someone else were to do something like no. that like, it's fine what i'm yeah, saying they did it and let's move on no what i'm saying is that when it comes to hollywood there are bigger problems than will smith slapping chris brown not chris brown sorry chris rock <laughs> chris <laughs> wrong wrong chris chris rock like i feel like yes he should definitely be held responsible and held accountable obviously he's apologized that's happening chris apparently chris rock is not pressing any charges i feel like yeah we can talk about it for about a week or so but afterwards like we should just not that we should let it go but we should just stop talking about it because there are issues where what you call it bigger issues in hollywood than will smith slapping someone i don't know if that makes sense i just feel like yeah i kind of i do get you i feel like, like it's a bit it's um like like people who have been accused of like rape and all that those kind of Damn. things are getting their awards like they're being nominated and they are receiving their awards so i'm people just like, that have been racist as well like um one person i think his name is liza Manelli. like i think it's liza Manelli. i think that's his name he has been like like not even accused he was found he was like they said that he was being um anti what's the word anti-semitic what's it what's the word anti-semitic, it is like against you yes yeah. Yeah, so like against Jews, like he was caught making some comments about it. That guy was still getting awards here, there, and everywhere. Do you get what I mean? So it's kind of like, mm. yeah, I, understand I feel like you that. can't have one rule for white people, one rule yeah, for black you can't, people. Like, then, if you're going to take away his award, I genuinely feel like then we should, like, to be honest, well, I didn't if you're going to take away his whole thing about someone's award being taken away, I didn't know that was a topic. Yeah, no, it, no, it was like it's it's been a conversation where it's kind of like because he didn't because he didn't um because of behavior you could possibly get your award taken away and obviously that has been a take that has been happening as well. My whole thing is that I just feel like is I don't think it's that big of like that big of a deal to get in perspective of everyone like other people's crimes or whatever they've committed in the whole scope of things. I don't think it's that deep for us to be doing major think pieces of how of what he should do his or what should be taken away like yes he's done it it's wrong he's apologized I just feel like that should be the end of it if that makes sense yeah and like I know that people have been saying the whole thing about like oh because basically some black people have been saying like how can you go to like a white establishment like the Oscars and then just behave like hoodlums like slapping people on stage on live television with the whole world watching and stuff and I know that there have been other black people basically saying like um I can't lie like white people aren't going to accept us regardless of whatever you want to do if you like don't slap if you like slap like they still don't rate you but my whole thing is like I get that, but I just feel like not even so that white people will like us or respect us or whatever, but I think having that happen, you've now, you've now like 
they might think twice basically having a black person host the Oscars next time and I just feel like you can't just behave in an isolate, isolated like in an isolated moment if that makes sense I don't know if my English is making sense but you can't just like have a have a reaction like that on live television and not like and not it's think about how exactly people will suffer the consequences after you exactly. I get that that's your wife and I get that that's your family but it's genuinely that, I feel like I feel like this is something that should have been dealt with backstage I'm sure there have been multiple occasions of people saying things on stage people cracking jokes about people do you know what I mean like remember when there was that Miley Cyrus was it Miley Cyrus and Nicki Minaj or whatever where she what did she say she said something Miley Cyrus said something when she was hosting one mm. one awards or something and like again like I think someone got onto her or something like that like I'm not saying that these things don't warrant a reaction but I just feel like this is you can't just go and uh, assault somebody on stage like huh all in the name of and then you want to start crying like the tears were even pissing me off because I was just thinking and then you want to now come and be like oh we need to stand up for people and then I saw some people doing think pieces about oh yeah I was listening to one Will Smith podcast today talking about how he never he was never able to defend his mum when his dad was being verbally abusive and so you know he really needed to oh police pack it in like I'm sorry this is not the time and the place to be defending yeah. female like who asked you to do that no but that's the and, thing that's the thing like I think this is what I meant when I said I feel like it was a fully like ego led thing and nothing to do with because like I said I haven't heard anything from what this paper said whether she said oh yeah I gave him the nod and he knew that nod meant go up to him and slap him I don't know whether she's gone up and said that but in my opinion I doubt that I doubt it very very much that that was the case and like I said I think it's just he, it was clear that and it just signals in that moment he definitely had some sort of mental I don't know whether to say mental breakdown or whatever it was but he definitely wasn't thinking outside of what he was doing in terms of the consequences that it would lead to and especially yeah. like I said for someone like him deep that that was even his first award he's not even like somebody who's like you know collecting you're not Beyonce getting yeah, you're not, you're not collecting several you're not collected several several awards where this is more like your playground Do you know I'm not trying to be rude but this is still something that's very very new for you like you the fact that people like you are just getting awards think about all the black people that are behind you who are also doing so much how far away they are from getting their own awards so for you to now this is the day this is the time where you're getting your first one and it's also the time where you've been you basically gonna slap somebody are you not basically giving people like, oh, this is probably why, or maybe there's something before that's basically stopped him from getting it up until this moment and now look at his behavior. Like, I know people might say, oh yeah. And like, like you said, Sharon, some people say, you know, when, when it's your partner, you'd be, you be doing them, you'd be re reacting, however, but let's be real. No, you don't. You don't, pe listen, your manager that's been getting on your case for how many weeks? You are still scared to message them on Teams. Hello, let's be real. You like, everybody knows that certain things, there's consequences to it. Like, I'm so sorry, but all the things people say about, oh yeah, well, you need to, when it's your wife, you react however you want. No, because no. you have a wife, but you have your kids. You're also a pioneer in this field. Like, bro, there's so much more that's on your shoulder. And I'm sorry, but he also yeah. is aware of it. It can't be a case where someone be like, oh yeah, but it's, he didn't ask for it. Sorry, but he knows it. And that's just the case. And that's the reality. So I just think, yeah, that what he did was just- It's the same way that we like, it's not fair, but- we behave a certain way in our workplaces because we are one of few 
um and we are unfortunately representing not just ourselves but our community like you can't come to work and just be slapping your colleagues because they said something something rude like they're gonna think about the next black person they hire after you like sorry that's just that's just um the way that the human mind works and that's just the way like bias is unfortunately and like I just don't think you can be having um like episodes like that whether or not you're seeing red yellow green or blue like I just feel like that's something you should if you wanted to slap him backstage where there was nobody to even witness or what that's even an ass that's fine like do that in your own time but for you to come and do that on live television and then swearing and and then wanting to start crying and somebody said and I was like this is such a good point if Kanye West did that people would have been like this guy had a mental breakdown somebody needs to like make sure he's on his meds and all this stuff do you know what I mean but yeah now because it's Will Smith everyone's like oh you know like he's just defending his wife like I'm sorry but all she did was roll her eyes it's not like she was out here like crying heart like head in hands like oh my gosh my heart is on the floor do you know what I mean like and I genuinely feel like this is something that could really have been dealt with privately in my opinion like I don't see why that was and I get that like obviously it's something that his like like I said at the start like something that she's spoken about a lot on like her show and stuff and like it's obviously something that has really deeply affected her and like body image and stuff but again I just don't think that we, there's a, I don't think you can warrant assaulting somebody. I'm so sorry. I don't think violence is the answer. You know what's confusing to me? Because obviously, like I said, I've only seen small snippets, but not the actual slap and everything. But didn't he shout this whole, like, keep my, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, whatever, from his seat? So I'm just thinking, if that's the case and it was from your seat that you, you, you shouted that out loud and it wasn't actually like standing up, couldn't you just say something? Like, I know that people might say, oh yeah, but shouting is still abuse and stuff. But I genuinely think there's something different where you actually violated someone's physical space by actually coming up to them and making contact. If he shouted out loud from the audience, like, hey, like, keep, like, let's not say that or let's not go there. Like, don't mention mm. my wife. That's very, very different. Do you know what I mean? Because at least- Don't do sets, that. Exactly, yeah. sets the tone and it also- sorry sorry no you go ahead I was gonna say it also gives Chris the signal to say don't go there bro do you know what I mean Mm. if that's really what it is you don't want him to go there you can easily just say that and he won't yeah yeah, exactly um do you guys think that he would have slapped him if it was a white man no no it's just mad like genuinely I was thinking that too I was like this person was white you would not have slapped him if it was a woman as well you were never slapping her like I just don't get why this could I'm really struggling to understand why this could not have been dealt with privately because I'm just thinking yeah and also what do you guys think in terms of like how how far can like comedians go do you think because Dave Chappelle as well has been like on numerous occasions been like cancelled and then cancelled again and all this stuff for his jokes and stuff um and then I saw some people talking about like he's a comedian at the end of the day like that's his job to like make jokes and stuff but what where do you guys like do you think there's a line to draw with comedy or do you think like it is like it is what it is you just got to take it on the chin or what I feel like they've been trying to cancel Dave Chappelle for ages like He's never going to be cancelled unless he says something really outrageous. But I just feel like 
these days, like, everyone is sensitive and you can't, I don't know, everyone is quite sensitive these days. And, but at the same time, who are you to tell someone who, how they should be, like, sensitive towards things? So, boy, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just that if you look at comedy 20 years ago, as opposed to now, definitely a lot has changed and comedians have definitely toned down their jokes just in case that they offend someone. Yeah, I get you. Because I was even thinking about this the other day, like, is it a joke or is it just, like, abuse on the platform? Because I think sometimes as well, like, I don't know. But my whole thing is, like... They're a comedian. They're going to make jokes. If you don't like the jokes, just don't watch them or listen to them. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, I remember there was, like, one girl on Instagram, like, she was making, I don't know, she was, like, taking the piss out of, like, dark-skinned girls or something like that. And after that, I just unfollowed her and I just don't watch her anymore. Like, I'm not going to now be in her comments, like, oh, you are colorist. You are this. If I saw her on the road, I'm not going to go beat her. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, you tune into, like, what you want to tune into and then you tune out stuff, like, otherwise you're actually going to be fighting the world, you know, because you will be offended at everything. But then I do think it's a bit wild that he was cracking those jokes about Jada. Like, it's not even like he was saying, oh, alopecia people. Like, he was, <laughs> he actually said Jada, which, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, like I was mentioning in terms of, like, the line in comedy, uh, I think it's, there's always been a debate as to where it exists, if it exists or whatever. And I do think that you're right. To an extent, there's some parts where it's, like, it's on the on the person who's listening to decide whether this is for them or whether it's not but it's actually a very very difficult thing because at the end of the day there's certain things like you know we would say like regardless racism is like you know people will say it's a, it's a it's like just a straight no but then some people might be fine with it like I'm sure there's people who are black who would listen to racist jokes about black because you know for example you can even have like and I don't know, you might disagree with me here. That might, This might be me going off completely off topic. But you know how some people say, oh, black people can't be racist. But you know how you might have some jokes that are just purely based on like, you know, black people and being quite negative and associating it to race, etc. Some people actually like hearing that and it's about themselves. Um, so it's just a comedy in its, in its own thing is just so weird. I don't know whether it's, 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 it's simple to just say like how far somebody can go because some people's, some people don't mind hearing bad things, even when it's relating to themselves, because that's how they. I think like black about. people joking about black people is kind of different because we have ownership of of that. I don't know. It's it's kind of difficult in that like I don't know how to explain it, but like it's the same way like if you cracked a joke about your mum like that's fine for you because that's your mum I can't crack the same joke that's not my mum do you get what I mean like there's certain things that I can say about like my family where if somebody else said that about my family I'd be like hold on a minute like you don't have the license to do that because you're not like part of my family it's it's, it's rude but then this might be a really bad example but let's say in this instance yeah you've come to you've you said something to me You've come to me and said, oh, by the way, like, I want to make this joke or something. And let's say, for example, just me on its on, on their own. I'm like, oh, yeah, run that. Like, it's cool with me. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
somebody else might hear now you go ahead and say that joke because I'm like no nah, it's, it's fine but you about your mom my mom somebody else mm-hmm. will now hear that and think oh hell nah like you can't say that but then they might have I don't I don't I know this might be the wrong example but I'm sure there's situations where it's like they've actually got the okay from other people or people that are around them I don't know how to explain it yeah but I think with your mum it's different because that's your mum it's not a community I'm not talking about mums in general do you know what I mean like if it was like I think if if it was related to how can I like make it clearer like if I made a joke that is specific to your mum that is only to do with your mum and you're telling me it's fine which to be honest I think the only person that can actually say it's fine would be your mum to be honest but let's say your mum says it's fine right and I crack the joke and then somebody else is like oh hell no then I can be like actually no I checked with her she said the joke's fine whatever but somebody a white person for example can't be like I spoke to my one black friend and they said I can make jokes about black people because actually no now you're talking about a community of black people you're not talking about an, about an individual black person does that make sense yeah so I feel I like, like, you know in the community you know in the comedy world and I know like this like I said this is not an excuse but I'm just thinking like they might have actually like spoken to people and been like oh is this like a general thing or and do you know how sometimes some people be like I we kind of like get information to like make sure that what they're saying is not factual but do you know what I mean is is mainly mm. right so that it doesn't yeah it doesn't cause problems so that you know people be like actually even though we're like mm, but actually you can't lie this is true do you get what I mean like I don't know how to yeah yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's no I totally get it and like that. some of the black jokes made by white people are actually jokes do you know what I mean and like they're not racist they're just funny because it's like it's actually true sort of thing but then I think like for example you know how like some Nigerians joke about how Ghanaians only eat egg and stuff like that and Ghanaians be laughing because they know that they like egg like that's funny and like it's just a factual known fact or whatever but I think sometimes you can cross the line where you start like overly generalizing to the point where like it's actually like borderline racist like mm-hmm. blackface for example that will never be fun <laughs> that will never be funny because what's funny about that like there's nothing funny there um but I think it's difficult and I'm glad I'm not a comedian because I think like Tammy was saying as well like the jokes that you could crack like 20 years ago like some of those things you can't even find them on Netflix anymore like a lot of them have been like taken down and stuff because especially with the way like freedom of speech has like developed over time like there isn't really freedom of speech in the way that it was years ago like like Tammy said people are hypersensitive now like literally anything can offend anyone like you have to be super careful about what you say like you know you don't know what you can and can't say like the terms you can and can't use like yeah like even gender now isn't like a strict like female male stuff like that so have to be like super careful and I think it is difficult and I don't think I feel like you're right. Like there is no strict line. I think the line is different for each person. But like I said, I just feel like if you're going to watch comedy or whatever, like you as the like a member of the audience, like you have to know who you're going to watch and you have to decide whether or not you're willing to go and see that show. Someone like Dave Chappelle has literally no he has no filter like you can't be in his show and be offended because it's like a known fact that he has no filter do you get what I mean yeah I don't know yeah you're right do you know funny enough I actually I've actually never really listened to his performance or watched his performance or anything um but everybody 
everybody mentions how yeah his jokes either land well or they don't land well um yeah so actually i might have to actually listen but yeah man this whole will and chris thing it's uh it's unfortunate that i think it's very unfortunate i think the situation is very very unfortunate um so i'm sure there's a lot of people that will be listening to us and thinking what the hell like are these people all right like how can they be saying that the guys like not will smith's in the wrong but you know what i mean like he shouldn't have done what he did um but i genuinely I'm, I'm struggling to see the justification for why somebody should be allowed to just slap somebody so no. like that like I you can defend someone and you can also not commit a crime at the same time like the two are not mutually exclusive like you can absolutely defend your wife and absolutely like you know he should be allowed to do that of course like that's your family but that doesn't mean that you do it at the expense of abuse um I'm sorry like there's definitely other ways to do it and like I just feel like any guy like whether it's your man or not like people that have no control of their emotions like it's just not scary a good look like do you know what I mean like you know those people that just embarrass you outside I'd be very, very. Yeah, that's what like, I'm even saying. They just embarrass no you outside. Much, yeah, that no matter how angry I am, no matter how upset I am, like unless I've openly told you, babe, like go, like go and do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, which I would never come from my mouth anyway. But like, if it's like that, maybe the person actually did something physical to me. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm hopeless. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of an example here. But I just. I genuinely just feel like it's just really him. And especially, I know this might be wrong, but especially in their context as well, I'm like, oh, come on, bro. Like, I just think... Not their context. No, but it's true. Let's be real. Like, I was like, come on, let's let's not take it too far. This is clearly you just trying trying to do something or maybe, you know, like I mentioned, it might have actually been a mental thing that took over, which, you know, he just felt like he had to lash out but I just I just can't think of anything to justify why somebody should be violating someone else like that in an open platform and especially like I know you said you you didn't think you're not even thinking about it but I I think the context here matters severely um and it's not a good look at all yeah you're right you're right and damn he needs to apologize like I'm sure he probably hasn't but he He actually really needs to he has he put um something on oh he Instagram. did but i don't know whether he's apologized to chris i think he put like a general um thing on his instagram but um i'm not sure if he's like reached out to chris or anything like i just think the whole thing is just i honestly i couldn't believe it when it happened like i was just i was so shocked like i said i watched it 10 times because i couldn't right. believe that it actually happened like on live tv like as you guys have said like sometimes you hear about stuff that happens backstage or like you hear things like but to actually like see it live oh that's actually crazy but i feel like this is a case of like sorry yeah i was gonna say i feel like he can recover from this i don't think that this is gonna be any um yeah because he's a man (laughs) no I don't think it's because he's a man I literally think because he has nothing else to prove so even if they were to stop him or as they would say blackball him from Hollywood they're not going to do that because he's not going to feel that because no I think it's also because he's a man because if you think about someone like Viola Davis like who is also like 
well established in her career like is probably like the leading black actress in Hollywood has the most awards in Hollywood um like female black actress if she went over and slapped somebody on stage I'm pretty sure they'd blacklist her 100% no but what I'm saying 1000% like what he I'm, is what a man, I'm so it's different. different. And I think it I will also be put down. That, to but me. I'm saying that I don't think that I don't think that it's going to hinder him in any way because yeah, I agree. Because, and I'm saying it's not because, because he's, he's, a man. he's a man. I think it's literally just because he's Will Smith. Like I literally think that that is that's how it's going to be. Because I'm thinking like, okay, when that whole thing with um as we said before, with Beyonce and the thing, even though it wasn't her um, hitting, it was it was her sister Solange, there was like, once that thing happened and people talked about it for how many days, we did not hear about that thing again. Like, obviously people can reference it and things like that, but we, we, not, we did not hear about that like years later or we didn't hear but that. But I old... think that's quite different in the sense that like, it was supposed to be hidden yeah. Um, it was in a private thing we could we don't have the audio at all we have no idea like what it was that yeah but my, but, my mm-hmm. thing, but my thing is that when it comes to Hollywood there's certain things there's certain people that you're so high up that you and you have so much power and yes it, as you said he is a man so obviously that has something to do with it but at the same time he's a black man if that makes sense so even if they really want, if they, if they really, if he wasn't Will Smith, I'm a hundred percent sure that he would be blackboard from Hollywood. No, and I, I totally get, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying the equivalent of him being a black person or whatever would be like Viola, Viola who is like mm-hmm. also established leading black actress, whatever. But she's a woman, and I cannot imagine her being afforded the same. Grade. Would you say? Okay, but would you say that her fame and success is equivalent to Will Smith's? Cammy, do you know not that? In, go on, go, on. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say not in the same sense of like her being in as many leading shows as Will Smith. But if we're going to say who is the top leading black male actor and who's the top leading female black actress, they're on the same level. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think that she would be afforded the same grace if she went up there and slapped somebody on live television. There's mm-hmm. no way she would not have been, she would not be afforded that same grace. And I think people are allowing Will Smith to get away with this because it's like the whole, oh, he's defending his wife or da da da. But bearing in mind, like, yeah. she never even, like, she never gave the okay for that, like Beatrice has already said. And I think it's a very much an egotistical thing. Like, men are allowed to do these things and get away with it because, oh, you know, I'm standing up for my family. But if a woman went and did the same thing, what? They would call her the angry black woman. They would have done, you see what they did to, um, oh my days, what's this black team, um, tennis player's name again? Celine, Celine? Who is, what's her name, guys? Serena. Selena, yeah. Serena. Um, Serena, thank you. Serena Williams. Remember when she, um, she went onto the up uh, was I don't know is is the person called an umpire in tennis I don't know when she was basically like expressing yeah, the fact that it was really unfair. Remember, remember everything that happened. The propaganda. 
they find her they did all of this stuff saying that she was really abusive and angry like women can't but then when when that roger fred just whatever he did and he also did something similar like through a tennis whatever they allowed him to like get away with it so like i get that he's white as well but what i'm saying is that men can express themselves in a way that women are never allowed to like we have to always be like proper and primed and like exactly and I was even gonna say like I again I'm not really like one to know much about these awards but I'm pretty sure that one Viola has won an Oscar before um and two in fact she's probably I think they even said she's probably the the most like nominated black actress or something along those lines so I know that we we have Will Smith up in this high regard because of the impact that he's had especially on black community and stuff and don't get me wrong, yes, he's appeared in loads of films, but from a award white person standard of Hollywood and what that means to be an actor, yes, he has clout, but a boy Viola is definitely up there too. Yeah, um, she has an Oscar. You're yeah, right, has. I just checked. And she's definitely like been nominated more than he has. So I think when mm-hmm. you were comparing it, I think it's a damn right fair assumption here because... Yeah, we have to take away, you know, this is how we always say this, you know, as black people, we tend to have this shielded mindset of, you know, what we feel is kind of the general feel of everybody else. But no, just because we have ties with him doesn't mean that wider people do. Yeah, they might say, oh, yeah, the pursuit of happiness was cool. Oh, yeah, a bit of men in black. But really, mm. really, there's not a lot of big things that's like so monumental in the grand scheme of things that he really mm. was pioneering. Um, obviously, this King Richard thing, I think, was really, really huge. And actually, it was really like a really, really good movie. I need to even fit, like fully finish watching it um but yeah like I just think that was a direct comparison that was a very fair one um Mm. I'm even reading now and like I knew this before but I totally forgot that she was the first black performer to achieve the triple crown of acting by winning Oscar Emmy and the Tony Award so yeah I think that's very much a fair comparison and actually I'd say like as of recent she's probably dominating in a way that Wilson is not like he's kind of like gone into the like shadows a little bit I can't even lie yeah absolutely man but so yeah, yeah I, I totally get it like he this is not going to affect his acting career in any way like I don't think so but I genuinely don't think that if Viola went up and slapped somebody that she <laughs> I don't think like she's even struggling to get equal pay at this point in time so like I don't think that that is gonna like I don't think that people would allow that one to slide so yeah, he's not gonna, it's not gonna affect his career, but it's not because he's like this like glorious actor who's like a pioneer for black people and they're the only one, he's the only one they can cast. It's because like he's from a family net, like he's established, he's established and he's a man, like that's basically it. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. I think like this kind of thing is just mad. The fact that he's done it to another black person who's hosting Oscars as well, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, and when they wasn't it, um, Kevin Hart that was was he meant to host the Oscars last time where they took it away because he said some things about the yeah, LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they've only just allowed another black person to come and host the Oscars and now go and slap him on stage. Like, come on, come on! And I know black people are out here talking about oh, we can't be doing things to please white people, but unfortunately, that's the way that society is set up right now. And like, if we actually want to be making moves, and if we actually want to like make sure that the people behind us are also getting the recognition that they deserve. Like, we've got to be accountable for our actions and we've got to think outside of just single isolated events. Like, you can defend your family and also still, like, leave opportunities for other people to come and do what they want to also do in the industry. Like, yeah. 
he just wasn't thinking straight in my opinion and that's all I gotta say on that anyway guys thank you so much again for listening to this week's episode we really hope you enjoyed it let us know what you're thinking as well like did you think this slap was justified is violence the answer should he have should he have defended his wife in this way or do you think that there was a better way for him to have gone about this whole situation let us know using hashtag bts pod on twitter we'd love to hear your thoughts and as always please make sure to check out our instagram and our twitter which is at bts pod underscore and check out our spotify and apple music playlist as well to hear all of our songs of the week we'll speak to you guys in our next one thank you so much for listening bye bye, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com